Welcome, welcome to episode one. Sorry. Welcome, welcome to. Welcome to episode 238 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Bryn Jackson. And I'm Brian Levin. Today we caught up with the one and the only Julie Delanoy. Uh, she's a product designer at Product Hunt, working remotely so from... She's a designer there. She's a designer at Hunt. If you're moving she's from a designer both sides, Hunt. you're like... Designer Hunt. Uh, Hunt designer. Hunt designer. She was in town from Paris for Epicurrence, and we met her there for the first time, internet friends, and uh, we made it back to the studio and recorded this episode uh, after Epicurrence. So... Uh, it was a lot of fun getting to catch up with her before she headed back to France, and we hope you enjoy it too. Before we get into the episode, we want to thank our sponsor for this week, and that's us. Your t-shirt. That's a bad joke for an audio podcast there, bud. Bryn's wearing a t-shirt for an internet company called Spectrum, which is also the internet company that we're building together. You think it's because like I like the company or because like I am part of the company, but really it's because it's purple? It's just because it's purple. Yeah, I designed it that way. Spectrum is a platform for building communities. That's what we've been working on full time for the last year. Uh, year, holy crazy! Shit. It's been a year. Uh, Next week, it's been a year. And for designers and developers like you, there's good news. Uh, we've been working really hard on building communities there for people that work uh, in design and development. So we've got communities for tools like Figma, Sketch. Uh, we've got tools for developers like React and Frontend Cafe, uh, but we've also got a cool, a, a lot of cool communities just around uh, open source projects or, or talking about product design at a higher level, uh, all open and ready for you to come check them out. There's even stuff that isn't just design and development. Ugh, There's what? stuff about fitness, ah. which is weird, and like cooking and playing games and all sorts of stuff. Lots of stuff. All that's at spectrum.chat. If you go to uh, spectrum.chat slash explore, you can find some communities that uh, would be interesting for you to join. Of course, all that's free and it all gets rolled up into a nice inbox for you. So it's easy to keep up with all the communities that Did you, you actually care about. Did you mention that our design details uh, community is in there? Yeah, we got a community for Spec FM with all of our podcasts. Spec FM is our parent network, if you didn't know. If you didn't know. Uh, that's at spectrum.chat slash specfm. And if you or your company has been thinking of uh, spinning up a community or are getting frustrated by some of the constraints and limitations of other community software, uh, we're ready for you. That's you, literally why we built this. That's literally why we built this. You can get started at uh, spectrum.chat. Uh, you can create a community for free with unlimited messages, conversations, uh, members, uh, all that good stuff and more. Uh, we're working on a lot of cool features to help make it managing and growing communities easier and, and super powerful. Also, it's dang pretty. It's real dang pretty. You can go see those pretty pixels at spectrum.chat and sign up for some communities and create a community if you're in the mood. Seriously, go check out Spectrum. And with that, let's get an episode 238 with Julie Delanoy. I'm Julie, uh, product designer at Product and that, that's kind of it. That's it? Yeah. That's all you are? I don't know. What am I? You're so much more. <laughs> I'm French. I'm really confused to be here. <laughs> you're, you're a wine drinker? <laughs> yes, I, I am. Uh, Stereotyping over here <laughs> while we were just uh, reminiscing on our, our wine adventures. Um, what are you working on right now? I'm working on making the maker community on Pragdent, like more active. Mm -hmm. Like It's not more active, but having a real place to share what they're working on what they want to do like professionally and personally because right now everything is going on on Twitter mostly. Yeah. Mm. So I'm working on this, making sure that if you're a maker, you can shine mm -hmm. and you can share your knowledge and what you're building. Shiny makers. Yeah. <laughs> With stars and emojis. <laughs> and cats. <laughs> and cats. It's interesting because uh, Product Hunt has been seemingly only investing in maker tools for the last few months. Like the there was the upcoming. Um, That's what production is for, right? Well, there's also the the consumer side. Like, how do you ah. discover and create lists and stuff? But it seems like the focus mostly now has been on on the maker side and the, Actually, the communities. No. Oh, um, what have I missed? There is another thing. So we have introduced um, last year something called reviews on the mm -hmm. post pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where people can actually like review uh, what they're thinking, like 
Except for Except, the jerks who are like, this is bad. It's not open source. Yeah. One star. <laughs> like, it's not free. I don't like it. One star. Uh, <laughs> but there are people like this everywhere. So, like, with the reviews, what's interesting is that we will be able to actually rank, like, the best product possible uh, for you, like, to find the best uh, design tool, for example, oh, <laughs> based God. on review from the community. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't you want, like, to switch every day? Yeah. New, new tools? Some people's kids, <laughs> man. I want to know the best the best tool of yeah, every well, minute. I don't know. <laughs> like, you can change every, every day this way. Yeah. Best design tools react. Just stop doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, there is the customer part where we're trying to improve the search results. So, right now, the search on, on Pragzin is quite basic. So, like, you will be uh, writing email in the search, and you will have product which name includes uh, email or, like, the tagline includes email. That's not really useful if, uh, for example... Uh, you're into Google Inbox and the tagline doesn't mention uh, email at all, which might not be possible, but still. Um, but with that kind of stuff with, from the reviews and the tagging we have, like we could improve the search and you mm. would be like, what is the best email client? And then we would be able to show you uh, the best according to the community, not just for the upvote from the launch, but actual review from people yeah, using kind it. Kind of more long term usage. Yeah. Cool. Last I checked, Product Hunt uses Algolia for search, yeah. which is what we use. Yeah. So, Algolia is a good product. It's a really good product. Yeah. Uh, I think that's how we first heard of it because you guys used to have like the little, yeah. little banner. Yeah. Algolia. Al- we yeah. still have it though. It's you still, still have the there. powered by? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, now getting rid of it. Oh. We're powered by Algolia, so it's there. <laughs> We're powered by Algolia, and it's not there. <laughs> you were mean. Like, you have to, like... Well, we pay them. We yeah, pay them okay. dollars every yeah. month. Lots of dollars. We're happy to pay them dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's also a good thing, to pay yeah. people for their work. It is, yeah. <laughs> Generally speaking, <laughs> they do a lot of work for us that we don't have to do now. Okay, good. But swap back to the, the maker side. So as you're designing, like tools and spaces for makers, makers. to build the communities? Yeah. Right? Like, what goes into that? What are you thinking about? Um, so, we first started working on the profiles because, like, we had, uh, we had made the profiles two years ago. More than that, I actually made the current profile. Nice. But the focus was on your activity on Parkton. So, uh, what part did you have recently or your comments or, like, the product you posted? Uh, and not about what you are building as a maker. Um, the only distinction be- between a maker and like all other user on Python was the green M badge on the profile picture. Um, and so I was like, mm. it feels like if you're looking for a social proof that someone has been working on something, um, Product is a good place because we already list the makers directly on the product pages. So mm-hmm. you have like this social insurance that this person is really working on this project because like you cannot add yourself like this without being validated for, by other makers. Um, I was like, oh, we could use that content and make it like make it make it appear on their profile and have other makers. Uh, comment on their work and say like, oh, um, Brian has been working on this thing and it's really interesting. And <laughs> it's the only thing I work on. <laughs> really interesting things. <laughs> yeah, but like, or it, Brian could say like, oh, he's been like doing a really shitty work. It's a leash for Brian's. Uh, only people named Brian and it keeps them yes. doing their thing. Uh, but yeah, no. So I wanted to make sure that we could use all the information that is create like these on Pragton on your profile so it can actually be like some sort of a resume of what you've been yeah. building but like, like growing that. all the it's time. It's like a side project resume in many ways. But yeah. I mean for a lot of people it's their day jobs too but. Yeah and yeah. also what's interesting is that there are social interaction on Pragton so you can actually see if someone is like a maker who is bragging a lot or yeah, like helping exactly. other people. And I feel like this is really important you when get a you're feel for their personality. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're trying to hire someone, you're like, oh, is this person like a nice person or <laughs> not? I mean, I 
when I was hiring, I would generally go to their Twitter or like whatever, see how they interact with other people. Like that's, yeah. or especially like the design and engineering community. Um, I find that to be really valuable in hiring for sure. Yeah. Um, and I guess this is something that we can also do on product and especially with mm -hmm. feedback on products. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You've been talking about like the review, like this is bad, this is not open source. Like yeah. someone was only commenting like this. You're like, mm, do I really want to work with someone? If I'm doing open source, that guy seems great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even yeah, then, I don't know. But he's been complaining a lot. <laughs> uh, so, so if I'm understanding this right, a lot of your work right now is around the profile and 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 other experiments. Uh, hmm. We're trying to. So, I'm not going to share this exp explicitly, but we're trying mm -hmm. a new experiment right now where uh, makers can share what they're working on and see, um, and we're looking at interaction be between makers if they're helping each other and if they're like doing something good, um, like helping someone with a problem on their product, something like that. Like collaboration kind of stuff? Yes and no. It's more like, yeah, I guess like collaboration would be a good word. But you were just trying like to promote like positive behavior mm. uh, within the community and make sure that people are aware that they can succeed, but they don't have like to crush other people to mm -hmm. do so. Um, so yeah. How do you think about that and encouraging positive behavior, um, although n without suppressing critical behavior? Like you want good critical feedback, perhaps. Yeah. Um, that's a problem we have on Dribble, like that's oh, probably like, on yeah. the internet in general, <laughs> yeah, that's right? Dribble as a product. Yeah, that exactly. Uh, but we were really similar to Dribble, and so uh, I guess like if you want to make people better, you have to tell them where they are not good, mm -hmm. and you have to like if you're good at something, like if you're just complaining and saying saying like, oh, he's not doing a good job, but not offering any advice. Mm -hmm. Like, who are you to say that? This sucks. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah okay, well, what can I do Su for it to not suck helpful. now? And I guess, like, having, like, all this linked to your profile, like, all your interaction, like, if you're smart, and hopefully most makers are. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Um, then don't be a jerk. And if something sucks, explain why and give, like, actionable uh, items for this person like to work on the on the thing that is suck is sucking, <laughs> uh, so it's better. Something like that, I guess. Mm. And then, is that like a, a positive reinforcement thing? Like, oh, you offered critical feedback. That's a good thing, or is it negative reinforcement? Like, you were a jerk. We're just gonna ban you. Oh no, we're not like that. Like. Um, People have to manage themselves. If you want to appear as a jerk on, on the internet, like be a jerk, that's your problem. That will have impact uh, way more important than just us banning you, <laughs> I guess. So um, The industry is super small, so if you're a jerk, yeah. people will know you're a jerk. Like just contain yourself and like respect others because you don't know, maybe this person will be your boss in five years. Even. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I feel like there's this like misconception of being like brutally honest as a good thing or something like that where many times people take that as a license to just be assholes to each other well, you can sucks. be honest but have yeah, like exactly. tact yes. and do it Completely. probably like um I've had like some manager like giving like honest feedback like brutal feedback mm -hmm. especially in France like we don't do we don't do like positive stuff. We do, we're not like we're like really really not like yeah, really French. We're jerks. <laughs> we're jerks. That, that's it. Like uh, you would do like one hundred good things and not get one positive feedback, and then do one thing wrong, and and that's the end of the world, and you're most fired for for that. So. France sounds cool. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> we're very dramatic. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like, uh, I've had an, another experience with uh, Ryan, who I'm working with right now, like, is really, I, I would say, not forgiving, but open to idea and mm. will give you interesting feedback. 
tell you, uh, well, I don't believe in that thing, mm -hmm. but maybe like you can think about it or like I do believe in that idea you have. Uh, let's work on this. In France, it was really different. Um, so like, Ryan Hoover, not French. Yeah, definitely mm. not French. <laughs> definitely not French, yes. Um, but not every French person are like that. Like most of the good French people are here, actually, so that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> that's why I'm visiting so often. I know, we're working yeah. on it. Yeah. Slowly, slowly pulling you over. Um, speaking of, of Ryan and the Product Hunt team, can you tell me a little bit about, like, how the company is structured and how you, it is that you're working from Paris? Um, the, com um, the company is like, the team is mostly remote, I would say. Mm -hmm. Even people in San Francisco are not always at the office, traveling a lot. As you uh, painfully discovered yesterday or last week. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the office and was by myself. <laughs> I was like, uh, guys, I just flew in. Where are you? <laughs> hey, okay. I have macarons. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, and a good part of the of the team is actually in Europe. So when I'm like on my time zone, we're all working together in the same time zone, which is great. Um, we're I I don't know how many time zones we cover, but we have people in India, in Bulgaria, um, in Belgium, friends for me in the UK, and then. Um, I don't know exactly where in the Midwest. So that's something. like at least five, which sounds <laughs> that's yeah, pretty that's, good. Interesting that's a, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that that's interesting. That's a challenge, and we only have two, and that's <laughs> kind of a pain. Sometimes it's already a challenge. Yeah, we're doing. Good. I, I guess we're good with that. I've never had any problem. Like uh, we all understand that. Other people are not working at the same time, yeah. so we take the time to do things properly and to talk to each other and also to trust each other to do the work we have to do, mm -hmm. which is really important because otherwise we would be like stressed and panicking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, they're not doing their part of the mm -hmm. job. That's not, that's not possible. And also Ryan is... He's really weird. Like, when does he sleep? <laughs> like, he's awake all the time. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Come on. Well, like, he, oh, oh, come he's, he's like. He's a vampire. I'm sorry. Oh, I got Okay. That makes sense. It's a little secret. Probably should cut that out. <laughs> Every time we try and but. meet up with him, he's like, ah, it's kind of sunny out. Maybe we, you can just come to this dark room. Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm sorry. I can't go there. They have a lot of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I haven't noticed that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just uh, <laughs> we have to rumor that. Uh, I don't rumor want to be fired. <laughs> a rumor confirmed. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, <yeah>. Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan, for Sorry. putting up with us. So, do you like that? Do you like that arrangement? The the remote. I, I mean, obviously, like you get to work from Paris, but yeah, I there's love certainly it. trade offs. Uh, there are trade offs. Uh, like remote life can be really lonely. I was lonely, not when I joined Project, but before that I was also working remotely also with a company in San Francisco, so I had like the same kind of setup. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was just like, I was just discovering remote life and I was like, mm, always working from home and then you're not working but still home and you're never leaving the same mm -hmm. place. And well, I live in Paris, so my place is quite small. <laughs> uh, it was driving me crazy, so I had to find stuff to do outside. Uh, I haven't gotten to that step yet. You <laughs> have to. It hasn't been that long since we started working remotely, but like, uh, I kind of like just staying inside. Yeah, Bryn's, Bryn's an inside boy. Yeah, well, I am an inside person, but so I, I move and I walk for five minutes. Mm. And I uh, go to the, the gym, and I'm inside. To also. the kitchen. See, oh. my walks are to the grocery store to yeah. find something to cook. <laughs> okay, I have a story about this, and I was not alone doing this. So I was working with um, Kevin Tang, who is a product designer at Dropbox now. Mm -hmm. uh, we were both remote from Paris, working for this company in San Francisco, and we shared at some point. Uh, like, oh, do you like it being remote? And I told him, I'm going to do grocery stores twice a day just to see people. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I, I kind of remember him telling me the same thing. We're like, mm. oh, we have a problem. <laughs> because when like going to the grocery stores become one of your hobby. Yeah. <laughs> you Socializing. Really it's yeah. like the <laughs> number one reason I leave the house. But yeah. not for like socialization, just to get food. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I, I just want to come back and cook. Headphones in. Don't make eye contact. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just like so happy to meet someone in real life. Like I'm alive. <laughs> You're walking around the grocery store. Hey. Yay. <laughs> so <My> friends. <laughs> well, you've been doing that for a while now. Have you? Uh, I guess sort of. Uh, no, I have a routine. Like you, okay, I, you've, you've like adjusted. Like a real thing where I go to gym like Get four times at. a week. Yeah. <laughs> I leave stuff. Yeah. I have a trainer screaming at me. Mm-hmm. Um, All the positive things that you need yeah. in, in really, socialization. Really yeah. social interactions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am really friend with like 45-year-old dudes that are at gym during the day because because that's what they do apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I try to see my friends like at least twice a week. I'm lying actually. This is a lie. 45-year-old dudes. <laughs> I am lying. If my friend listens to that, they will be like, oh, we've been seeing you three weeks. You're a liar. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to like socialize more, but I'm more of a bookworm. So. I, I mean, one thing that's been helpful has been like, we just have people over. Like one, I have to record an episode of this every week, so we see people that way and often have people over for like board games or something, which... I think that does the trick, but I never leave the house. <laughs> okay. That's well, my secret. <laughs> maybe I should do it then. I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should do. Maybe. I'm actually working on meetups uh, with a friend of mine in Paris. Like, we're trying to start some stuff. Well, that's the opposite of being at home. <laughs> you could well, do the remote meetup where everyone just stays home. My home <laughs> is big as this room, so, like, I cannot have people inside. Yeah. 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 Well, you could. Wouldn't be very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, very cozy. <laughs> so you're a bookworm. Yeah, I do re- read it uh, a lot. Do you read industry stuff or non um, designy stuff? I listen to industry stuff and I read uh, fictional stuff. Nice. Take a break. What are you reading right now? Uh, I'm that not reading recommend. right now. Oh. oh, I'm not reading right now. What? I have. I started a book. Um, I think it's... You're a bookworm that's not reading right now? Well, she's on a podcast, Brian. Give her a break. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I've been traveling a lot. (laughs) I I read a book uh, on the plane. It was some kind of kid stuff. Uh, Like the same author that did Percy Jackson. I'm vaguely familiar with that series because I watched one movie one time. I already forgot about this, but it was really, Uh really fun to read during the flight. Okay. I was just fishing to see if you had any uh, recommendations for, for other bookworm types out there. What kind of book do you like? Uh, I probably alternate between fiction and nonfiction, um, but not that's so much. Fi- that's literally everything. Cool. No, but <laughs> I alternate between them. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I get too bored if I do like many nonfiction in a row. I'm like, Ugh, I need yeah. to escape, but too many fiction in a row. I'm like, uh, I need to like actually learn something applicable. Yeah, well, I don't know. Have you read The Tipping Point? Everyone has read this. Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Best book ever. Yeah. Ever? In, ever? That's bold statement. Bold statement. <laughs> Endorsed. Review by. <laughs> um, that, that's the only book I recommend to other, like, to other people if they are not read it. I guess like it's really interesting about like building products. Mm-hmm. That's like... This thing is not about building products, but like... It kind of is. It kind of is. (laughs) And at the same time, it's really interesting if you're trying to launch something to understand like that things can take time. And yeah. I haven't read that in a while. It's a good recommendation. I've found that I can't listen to fiction if it has dialogue. So most fiction. (laughs) So most fiction. Listening to nonfiction is great. Yeah. That's why, like, I only uh, listen to like nonfiction and read the fiction. But I've been, I've been reading so much. So last year, I read like fifty-five uh, nonfiction books. Holy shit! <laughs> I read a lot, so that's why I forget them all. Do you get but any work done, Ryan? I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do read a lot. I don't. I don't. But yeah, I do read a lot, but I read really fast. Like I read a book and a half in the in the flight coming yeah. here. 
uh, and I don't sleep that much. Um, <laughs> that also helps. <laughs> that, yeah, that helps a lot. <laughs> Does vampirism run at Product Hunt? Is that like yeah, a thing? Yeah, well, that's that's my thing. I'm into Twilight and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I read Twilight in the half on the way over. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't know. Maybe. That could uh, be something. So you've been I, traveling over here a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when are you just going to stop traveling? I've been traveling here a lot. Actually, my passport only have stamps from San Francisco airport mm-hmm. because you don't get stamps uh, when you're traveling in Europe. So custom agents just think you have a, like a problem. <laughs> yeah, they're asking me a lot of questions. Exce- about smuggling, because it looks like you're <laughs> smuggling. Uh, <laughs> no, but usually like I will spend like maybe 10 or 15 minutes at, at the border and they ask me a lot of questions, except this time, because this time my address for my visit was Fish Camp, California. And uh, so the guy at the border looked at this and was like, Fish Camp, is that a real place? I was like, yeah, I'm going there. I'm so excited. He was like, yeah, move on. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> I'm just a tourist. <laughs> yeah. And usually it's San Francisco and they're asking me so many questions. Well, now you know. Just now I say know. Say fish camp. Yeah, yeah, fish camp is the right destination to cross the border. But yeah, uh, I've been there a lot, and I've been thinking about moving here. Uh, I don't know. I will what's see. The, what's the thought process like? Pros, cons, considerations? Um, pros, a lot of friends are here. People are, I guess, more humble here. Hmm. Designer, I would say. Not everyone. <laughs> Not everyone at all. But, um, yeah, all those French designers we know are just completely full of themselves, yeah. arrogant. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely not. Yeah, Jean-Marc. <laughs> yeah, Jean-Marc uh, is like the nicest so person. Then, yeah, so cocky. Um, well, yeah. Um, not not by any means the most humble people I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but it has consequences, like not only on my life, but on my husband's professional life so mm-hmm. we have to discuss this also well, life is expensive here like how do you do yeah, that guys it is <laughs> wow <laughs> why I'm would you pay yeah why would you pay like, this much for like a chicken breast or something that's <laughs> that's crazy yeah mm-hmm. i mean the the pay tends to be commensurate commensurate unless you're at a startup and you can't pay yourself a good salary <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because, yeah, I don't know. Uh, because I'm, I'm, I have a really well salary with products and living in mm. France. So if I'm moving here, it changes things. It for changes sure. things. I see. Yeah. Well, we hope you make it out. We'll look. We'll see. To um, I was like, I, I went. Um, we were all together at Epicurance last mm-hmm. week, and there was a visa class, and I took this one. Yeah? For like 01? Yeah, for 01. So I was looking into it because, yeah, I well, didn't know if I could make it. Fun fact, we've had a few people tell us that they put their design details episode on the 01 visa process, so. Wow. <laughs> You're offing me there. Here we go. Here we go. The process, we're already in it. The process yeah. starts now. Okay. Uh, Let's back up. Now we got to talk you up, like the entire time. Yeah. Get you prepped. Exceptional alien. I think is what that what that's <laughs> called, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I will also have to discuss this with the team because, like, why would they need me to move here? Like, I'm apparently yeah. doing a good job from France. Um, well, is there a reason for me to move here? Except like for tacos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn That's good a reason. very compelling reason. To is move this here. a good reason? Yeah, probably. Could also go to Pepito. This this has been lunch talk with Brian. <laughs> just saying, just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would have to tell it to my parents. I'm moving to yeah. America. <laughs> it's a huge decision, right? Yeah. Well, but I guess it's also not permanent. Like. No, do it for not. a year or something. I feel like to some degree that's if you're moving away at all at this point, it it's not much different. Like if you're if you live in Colorado, I mean that's only two hours away versus like fourteen hours away, but it's not a significant difference. It's still like one day of travel kind of thing. 
That's yeah. true. And my parents live in the south of France now. They moved uh, recently. Like Oh, so you don't even see them every day anyways? No. Yeah. They complain a lot about this. <laughs> uh, my parents too. Am I sleeping enough? Why I'm not calling? No, <laughs> no I'm not eating healthy and I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't drink Sorry, require. Julie's parents. You're probably super chill and I'm sure you listen to this as soon as it comes out. <laughs> my dad will try to listen to this, but he doesn't speak English. So. Oh. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. And my friend, they won't probably listen to this. Hmm. But I don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> my, my friends for sure won't listen to this. Because <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> um, Let's go back to the beginning. Where are, you, where are you truly from? I am truly from a city called Tremblay, mm -hmm. uh, which is 45 minutes train ride from Paris. It's It was listed uh, by Fox News as one of the no-go zone. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Why? The, no, the zone you're not supposed to go to when you're a tourist or something. I don't know, according to what? Fox, Fox News, News. like we're terrorist people. Like, Jesus. Uh, so yeah, I come from here. Um, I tried to ex escape. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> as soon as I could. Wait, is it it's, like a rough town or? It's not that rough. It's obviously like tougher than Paris itself. It has a bad reputation. Like the schools are not good, but everyone there is trying to do their best. They are trying to do the best for the kids. They are trying to do the best for themselves. It's just like they don't have a lot of money and. For example, when I tried to uh, get into a good art school after high school, uh, I couldn't get anywhere just because I came from this place. Mm. And they kind of black blacklist you <laughs> everywhere. So you're like, oh, well, I'm trying to do my best for myself. Uh, but the rest of the people, they're just looking at you and they're like, mm, we don't want people coming from here. So what, what was it like growing up there? It was okay. Uh, I guess I didn't realize this until I tried to leave. Uh, I was quite happy as a child. Uh, we would be outside running, like playing football or playing basketball in the streets, and that would be fine. And my school, like my school, were, was fine. Also, it started to get tougher when I was like a teenager. After thirteen, like my high school was something <laughs> it was something <laughs> always on strike very french <laughs> uh you would go yeah. to ice uh, like you you would go to class and there will be journalist and tv channel like reporter in front of school trying for us like to do some something dangerous so they could like report it on the news <laughs> what yeah that was that was kind of crazy it's a trap it's, yeah, that was that was terrible. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not a bad person, so I guess I'm doing okay now. So you made it through. Yeah, I survived. <laughs> and and you said you were trying to go to art school. Yeah, I tried to go to art school. So first, when I was 13, I went to my parents, like in the living room, and I was like, "Hey guys, I want to drop out of school. I want to be a designer." Uh, I want to do this right At now. At 13? Yeah. You knew this? Well, I knew what, this. What kind of designer? Like, did uh, you like want to be a internet designer. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Okay, we gotta, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we got to back up. How did you even get to that point? <laughs> uh, okay, so I was a Counter-Strike player ah. for quite some time, and I did like drawing a lot. I was drawing all the time, like on my uh, classbook yes. and everything. The foundations of becoming an internet designer. Yeah, <laughs> and someone... Internet and design. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> and... Um, I was asked like to do, so in Counter-Strike, you could do tags on the walls and most of the um, team of the clans, they add their custom like tag on the wall mm -hmm. and was asked to do one. I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. Oh, it's fun. I like drawing. So I'm going to do this one for uh, my team at the time was the Team Rocket because we were like nice. really nice, Dope. like cute kids. Dope. Um, and then after I was like, oh, I could do like a website, like a web page. Uh, so we would have like a picture of like the avatar in, on Counter-Strike and like the tag and the, the logo of the team. And Which is the Meowth. What? 
<laughs> is it Meowth in France? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the same. I was like, I know there are different names for it. Want to double check this? <laughs> no, it's the same. Um, I just didn't expect that <laughs> in the middle of the conversation. This is this you don't is have conversations where you don't talk about Pokemon. This is yeah, Pokemon Boy. Like, okay. Yeah. And so I started like doing a web page, and then I discovered something called New Kid Clan, which was called what? New Kid Clan. That was like a PHP based uh, CMS for. Counter Strike Clan. <laughs> what? Yeah, wow. that was crazy. And so I started like doing this, doing templates and doing website, mm-hmm. and started selling them. I was making money at thirteen, and I was like, "Oh, that's it." I was not making that much money, like just that's crazy though, just like minimal money. But I was not, I guess, aware of how much money you need to for a living. So I was like, oh, I'm making money. <laughs> I'm going to go to my parents and say, like, I can quit school. and I'm out. I'm out. I made 50 Peace bucks out. this week. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to move out, get my own place, start building stuff. <laughs> and my parents were oh like, my no, Julie, you're not doing this. You're going to high school. You're going to get your... Uh, I schooled with a plumber and you will get to university. God, parents are <laughs> I was so like, oh, irrational. Ruining you know? everything. <laughs> Such a bummer. Do you know how good I am at Counter Strike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you a good player? Yeah, oh, well, I was a nervous pra- player. Nervous player. Yeah. I was kind of addicted to that. Yeah. My parents were scared because, like, on. Um, on the news on TV, like you would see army people, and I was like, "Oh, that's an M4." And my mom was oh my like, God. "What? <laughs> why? Why do you know that?" You know like, exactly yeah, yeah. how much damage it does. <laughs> yeah, that'll take I was time. Like, yeah, the tune is really nice, like especially with the silence. <laughs> and my mom was like, "Oh, that's that's really creepy." <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah, maybe as a teenager. Well, I don't know. I feel like that's yeah, that's kind of normal knowledge if you played like. Yeah, you know Call of Duty or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. That's that the kind of that's the kind of stuff you know. But yeah, so I wanted to go to art school because I didn't have a choice to go to high school. Hmm. And and I got accepted like nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely nowhere. And I all to, you knew about was guns. No. <laughs> because <laughs> so I can't. What, what would you bring to our campus? Well, I know that an M4 with a silencer is the most effective kind <laughs> I of actually, weapon. at the time, I already had like, a portfolio and everything. I had done some work, some logos. Uh, I had um, rebranded my dad's company logo. I'd done some business card. I was quite nice. proud of myself. Nice. And up to this day, he's still using the logo, by the way. Nice. So, like, Do you still like it? I still like it. Good. That's yeah. great. That's hard to come by. Yeah. Timeless. Um, I'm like, I did that. I was 14. That's crazy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a portfolio and everything. And I had several art teachers from those schools I was playing at telling me, like, you're doing a great job. It's just like we're not taking people from that district. You're awesome. We just don't like where you're from. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, oh, that's so unfair. So I ended up, like, in... Um, apprenticeship uh, school. So I was like doing half time in a web agency, half time in school. So that would pay for the school. Mm-hmm. And I did that for two years. And then and then I got accepted into my dream school. Uh, so there is this school in Paris called uh, Gobelin, which is an animation school. Uh, they won some Oscars and stuff like that. That's a really Big school. I used to like walk by and look at <laughs> and look at people and be like, I want to be in there. Um, and they had like this web design, graphic design, motion design, whatever design, everything design <laughs> class. And I wanted to join, but it was like only fifteen people getting every year. So I want wow. to to do the um, to do the test, and I got in. So wow. I was like really proud of myself, but I was a mess because it, you had to pay. Like it, it's not as expensive as in the US, but it was still like some yeah. money. And so I was like, oh, mom, dad, I got accepted there. I really want to go. And they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. Well, we can pay for that. You will reimburse us later. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm sure I you did. have. Oh, you did. Yeah, there did. you go. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I went there and then. 
everything changed because I was not like that girl from the district, like the bad district. I was like that girl from the Goblin and and everything became easy. <laughs> and yeah. That's crazy. So people started treating you differently when they knew you'd gone to the school and yeah, most unlocked of, opportunities and yeah, that's crazy. Actually, like most people yeah. don't know where I come come from, but they know the school which school went. I went to, hmm. and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's I guess work, yeah, let's work together." Maybe it's similar here with like Harvard and Stanford, like these named schools. I guess yeah. like people just make assumptions about people that go there. Yeah, I guess that's the same. Like because that school is very well known and. And people assume that because you went there, then you're obviously really smart and mm-hmm. really talented, which is not the case. But <laughs> yeah. hey, don't we need to be. I humble. mean, we've gone to you, you earned it. I've worked at different companies where everyone's like, "If you went to Stanford, yes, we're going to hire you." Like that was the deciding factor. And yeah, and yeah, like, it, fuck that. As someone who didn't graduate from college, I'm like, no, that's dumb. Like, what's wrong with you? I prefer like to be tested and like to prove myself. Yeah. Because otherwise, I, I cannot say, like, okay, you should trust me because I come from this school. Because before that, you were not trusting me because mm-hmm. I came from this place. <laughs> right. So, so it's like a double standard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you, well, you made it in. Yeah. And so what did you end up focusing on or studying or learning? Uh, I took so many different things. So I was like, uh, do I want to keep only doing web design? Because... Most of the Parisian like graphic design scene is into like advertising or like real graphic design stuff. I was like, oh, I'm gonna learn graphic design and be like poster uh, designer or something. Uh, do books cover and real uh, life tags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also did like a motion design course, and that taught me one thing. I really like the web. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, I know how to do all this and it was fun, but that's not what I want to do for a living. What I want to do is like build website, build product. Um, I like during my last year of school, I went crazy because they started, like they wanted us to build a, pot- a website portfolio. And they were like, you can use table, stuff like that. I was like, you cannot use table for a website. Don't you know anything? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> and almost didn't get like my degree because I Because you refused dis- to use tables. <laughs> no, because I did something stupid, which was build my website in PHP at the time because I wanted it to auto-generate from folders. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, because why not? Yeah, why not? Because I'm a lazy person, so I work on something and I wanted to like build itself. So that's why I did, and I sent like the f- I put the website online and I shared the the um, the link with my teacher, and then I sent like a zip with all the files because I thought that it would be like reading the code and understanding how I made that. But that didn't work that well because so he got this PHP file and he tried to double click on it to open it. But obviously that doesn't work. Uh, that's not HTML5. Yeah. So it doesn't like open the you browser. Need MAMP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need MAMP or something. And so I just got an answer like by email saying like your file doesn't work, Julie. Uh this is like I cannot grade you, so let me explain to you how to install <laughs> MAMP. <laughs> Yeah, and I was I was like so angry. Like, who are you to teach web web black development to like designer? And you can't open a school, PHP file. You can't open a PHP file. So I made like a huge scandal. School <laughs> I was like screaming and everything, saying like that's bullshit. <laughs> you cannot like penalize me because I wanted to do something like this. There was no constraint in which language you were supposed to use. Uh, so. So what happened? Uh, so what happened? Like someone else took care of this, and and I got I got my diploma anyway. You made it. Yeah, I made it. Uh, Sadly, it was not major of my promotion because apparently you cannot scream at people. Uh, that might be frowned upon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I once wrote a very scathing review of a professor 
who then read it aloud to the class. Oh, my. <laughs> what? It didn't have a name on it. But, like. Did he know? Oof. Yeah, he knew. I argued with him so much. Yeah, I was that like was this rough. in school. Like, even if it was anonymous comment, like, you would know it well, came it was, from me. It was, it, this reminded me of it because it was about technology and, like, the fact that, like, he just didn't know anything new. He was from, like, old school radio stuff mm-hmm. and he was always using, like, super old software. And I was like, dude, this isn't. You're not teaching us the stuff that actually matters right now. Yeah. And this was for audio engineering, and there was, like, tons of new stuff from, like, after he was, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Professors, right? Yeah. Like, I was, no, I guess it was my fault. Like, I it was, was terrible. I was so empathetic with what you are just saying. I was like, oh, my God. I'm, like, so mad right now. I was so angry all the time. And so, like, not talking correctly to people and, like... The, uh, yeah, I was screaming all the time, and I was yeah that that was that was just me, and I I was like this for quite some time. I just like settled on recently, if I'm being honest. Like I remember when um, I left a company I'd been working on for two years and a half in 2014 or something. The the <laughs> the VP product like wrote a card for me. It was like. Uh, well, congrats on what you're go- going to do next. Uh, I guess we will hear you screaming from there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I was I, always passionate about what I was doing, <laughs> but screaming as, yes, yeah. Yes. Like, like, like I, had so, I have so many stories of me, like, just being all red and fuming and being like full of rage because some engineer didn't use the right icon somewhere. <laughs> and and I got better at this, better at understanding like that people <laughs> yeah. are well, always doing their job and and they have like other things to focus on and I have to help them when I want them to be really precise nah, about something. Using icons wrong is unforgivable. I just scream at Brian for that all the time. I I must say like this person was terrible because on his first day he came to my office, uh, to my desk, and he was like, mm, Julie, all the mockups you're sending me are this suggestion or do I have to follow them? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I am the lead design here, so <laughs> please do follow the mockups. <laughs> <laughs> because like everything is checked with the CEO, so I would like you to like do yeah, yeah do those the are thing. not like just suggestions. I'm not paid for suggestions. <laughs> yeah, professional design suggester. Yes, yeah, that's me. Uh, was there a, a trigger or or a tipping point where you realized like maybe yelling at people is not the most effective, and I need to change strategies? Um. I don't know. I guess it sounds like that card kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Like, no, d- I definitely not. Had someone telling me like you should be like calmer. <laughs> that didn't work. That just made me <laughs> worse. Mm-hmm. That would make me very uh, mad. Yeah, yeah, I was really mad all the time. Uh, I guess I just grew up and I learned a lot when I started my own side project, and I was really anxious all the time and stressed a lot. I was like, okay, screaming at people doesn't help at all. I don't like being screamed at, so I'm going to stop doing this. And I will just do my best, and I will be hoping that everyone is doing their best, and we will see if that works. It's very zen. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, was this right after school? No, that was... This was down the road. Uh, that was after... That, After that job? That job. Uh, I started working on a iOS app for concert. That was a stupid idea. That was just like funny and we were three friends working on this. What was it? Friends. Like, what, what did it do? Um, it did. Okay, so I went to a show and that person next to me was taking picture and vi- video all the time. And I was just like, it's like when you're in a restaurant and there is a, a TV screen and you're always looking at it because, I don't know. So you're, distracting. Yeah, yeah, it's so distracting. And so I couldn't enjoy the show because I was always looking at the screen. Then I'm currently married to this person. 
You married this monster. Yeah. <laughs> this concert going monster. Yeah. Uh, and we actually, like, after this show, I was like, oh man, we can, like, I, I'm so bothered by the, the screens in, like, when we're at a show, we have to do something. And then the next day, I had an idea of like this camera app with low uh, luminosity plus another layer on like a dark layer. So you could actually shoot and see what you're shooting, but without like creating too much light on your screen. So it's not like as distracting. I, I was feel like, like I saw this on online. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It, it got covered a lot and it was fun. Um, it went crazy. Like, I launched that, and maybe a month later, we were in a product end, but not ready at all. That's <laughs> and after, the only way yeah, to be yeah. on product yeah. hunt is unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> like, yeah. shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. And after three weeks, we had like 35,000 users, and I was like, no, <laughs> that's too much pressure for me. <laughs> I was not ready. And and I learned a lot with this experience because it was anxious all the time, stressed all the time. I, I had too much responsibility. I was working at a company uh, at the time and I got fired <laughs> because um, this side project uh, got too much press and too much like recognition. I, we won prizes. We were invited to the Web Summit. We went uh, to an event called the Paris Founder Event. And your job hated that? And my boss at the time didn't like it. It was like, mm, Julie, you cannot present yourself as the CEO of this company uh, and uh, while you're like got it. a designer here. And so I lost my job. <laughs> and I guess like that was good for me. It was good for me to lose that job. That was actually the best thing that ever happened to me. The best thing? Yeah. So what happened afterwards? Um, I met with people um, from Product End, like not like launching stuff on Product End. Actual entrepreneur in France started working with them uh, more and more into like new products, like building products, not just like redesigning ones, because that's what I was known for before, like being hired to do a big revamping or something. Um, and and I was more interested into like the tech industry and not just design like actual products. Um, so that kind of launched my career here, like into being an actual product designer. Um, met so many people and then I was close with, um, product and team and and I got a job at a studio in San Francisco and then I am here now mm -hmm. so so whatever happened to the side project um we had a long conversation with this big company that wanted to buy us and that's when I discovered that I was not a CEO that I'm like I am a builder I'm like good at leading design or product but I'm not a CEO that's that's something completely different. That's a different skill set. And it was too much pressure, and that was actually making me sick uh, to have like discussion with lawyers and talking all the time about the agreements to sell the company and what we would allow or not and what we wanted to do. And also uh, to talk uh, with my teammates about the fact that they would probably not be hired <laughs> Days, that was kind of difficult mm -hmm. and at the same time I was like do I really want to spend the next five six years seven years working on this and I was like no that's that's not what I want and so one day I was so with this I cannot say but like with this big person that wanted to buy uh, the product and and I felt like actually sick like I was about to throw up. <laughs> I was on the phone. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Um, I don't. I don't even want to do the deal or anything. I just want to forget about this, and and that's why I did. Sometimes I'm like, you're just dumb. You should have just taken the money. <laughs> but I feel better uh, by doing this actually, because uh, we had worked on the communication of the product and everything was about respecting other uh, during concert show and 
what we were tr trying to do with this big company was to transform, like use the communication we had built about respect and use that to use people. And I was not okay with this. I see. Yeah. Make me, it made me like feel really uncomfortable. I was like picturing myself a picture of me on TechCrunch and be like, Julie sold her company to like that big giant concert industry company that is using it to like steal copyrights of picture and video. That was, that was the, that was what was going on. And that's why I didn't do anything. Well, props to you. Yeah, for making that decision. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. had to go get a day job after yeah. that. I had oh, to no. explain to my co-founders that I'm not, I'm not selling. We're not making money. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wow, we're so, still friends. So that's I guess, good. Yeah. I does even, so? Yeah. Th does the app still exist, or is it? Is it no, offline? we we added like for one more year on the apps uh, on the app store, and you know you have to renew it like yeah. every, the the. Um, $99 yeah. you have to pay. And one day I was like, huh, not renewing this this year. Is I'm that a hard, hard decision? Sad? I was a bit sad, but... Yeah. I get sad closing down yeah. side projects that are... Way a, smaller. A billion times smaller. <laughs> like two people use them and I'm like, ah, oh, but what if they, <laughs> what if they want yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like, this project was crazy. One day, uh, middle, actually one night, middle of the night, my... Uh, landline rings and only my parents use use that line so I was like oh that's really important I have to take that call and someone starts screaming at me in English I'm like what <laughs> like it's three or four in the morning and so I understand that this is a mom telling me that her daughter was at the Justin Bieber concert uh, recording a video and the video on the app had no sound <laughs> And she was screaming at me like crazy. I was like, I don't know what to do. Uh, can you like uh, send me an, an email and I will try to do something? <laughs> can you send me like the file? And it was actually just a problem of codec. And it, the sound was in the video, just like not playing. And she was so like angry oh at me. God. I ended up like buying new tickets for a next Justin what? Bieber concert. I was like, I just want to deal with these people. <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I'm not a good CEO. <laughs> Can you imagine how hard it would be to find someone's phone number based on like some app? <laughs> yeah, well, the, nap, the, the app was not with a company name. It was with my actual oh, name. Well, so they Googled okay, me yep. and they found CEO my name. number one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I was not prepared. Like, this was not a company. Like, uh, one of the big problems when they wanted, like, the big company wanted to buy us is that we had no status <laughs> or anything. You know what? We had no actual status. It oh, was I just see. me and friends. So we had to create all this. I see. And th that was a mess. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. too much. Yeah. Wow. I can't. <laughs> You're too nice. That was I, funny. I, I don't know that I, I would have had it in me to buy them. It's not that I'm too nice. If someone just... calls me and starts yelling, I'm hanging up. Yeah. Like, like, wow, peace. I just... Think of a more effective strategy to complain. <laughs> Click. Be more creative in your criticism. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I wow. I was scared. Because I can be harsh like this. Actually, like, I know. I know I can. But it's just like, I didn't want to. Yeah. And so can you tell me a little bit about the path to Product Hunt um, after after things had shut down with, with that app? Oh, well, it was a long way. I had to mm. walk in the forest and everything. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, the path to Product Hunt, um, I guess. So I had seen like years ago, Ryan talk about hiring a designer and I was like, oh, I mean, in France, like, I'm not even going to apply. That's stupid. Like, they're not going to hire someone in France. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. So I didn't even bother to apply. I should have. Um, and maybe months later, my friend, uh, Kevin, I talked about him late, uh, earlier. The one at Dropbox. Yeah. He worked with those people uh, from the studio called TM, which is run by Sean Modi and Seth Payne from Airbnb. And they were working on product. And so I knew about the studio. And Kevin was like, eh, uh, we're looking for a new designer. 
you should meet Steph and Sean. They are visiting Paris this week. I was like, okay, let's do that. Well, they're working on a product that I love, so I might as well apply and test with them. And so I did. And that might not have been the smartest path to product on because like working for a studio that is working for the company you want to work for, <laughs> usually there are a lot of contract stuff. That, that, that's <laughs> yeah. one way to get your foot in the door. Yes. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I worked at the studio for two years. It was actually super fun. Uh, worked on a lot of projects, learned a lot. Uh, Steve Payne is such an amazing visual designer, best visual designer I've ever met, nicest person also. Um, cool, I take both of those statements as offensive, but all right, what? chill. No, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, Ryan's the nicest person. He's nice boy, TM. <laughs> yeah, so kind of pissed. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, and, and then... I don't know, like we, like the studio stopped working with product and, and I felt actually sad, like break up sad. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm crying. <laughs> what? Wow. What I'm doing with my life sad. And it took me a few months to uh, think about it. And one day I see that product I'm desiring. I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to apply this time a lot, like missing this opportunity. So I had to, I wanted to do things probably. I told my boss at the studio that I was going to apply because I didn't want to, like, you know, be that jerk that is just, like, moving to another company like this, especially if that they knew those people. So, so that's what I did last year. And here I am. And you got it. Yeah. It was actually fun because I was applying... Um, through Angelly, so there's this little box in which you can, like, write a message Saying like, um, I this is Julie. <laughs> hey, uh, you know me. <laughs> you know me. Uh, I don't know what to say, but here's my resume, and I, w- I would love this job. <laughs> and and then everything went quite fast after that because like they were like, yeah, we already know you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And now we're here. We're caught up. Yeah. Are there any other designers at Product Hunt? Yeah, there is. Uh, Kai, um, oh God, I don't know their last name. I, I suck at that, but I will give you links. Uh, there's Kai, who was a designer at Angelist. He's still, we're all designer Angelist because this is the same company, uh, but he's been working on product and more and more. And there's Chad, uh, who was single and led the new SIP app, mm-hmm. uh, code and design and wow. everything. The idea, it's from him. So awesome. I'm in good company. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and we just got back from Epicurrence hanging out this yeah. week. And so much snow. You're heading back to Paris soon. Yeah. And thinking about moving here. Yeah. I'm curious uh, these days, what's keeping you up at night? Jet lag. <laughs> All right. Cool. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Besides jet lag, um, metaphorically. It's going to sound weird, but I'm really into, okay, I'm really into human resources tool. <laughs> I am a weird person. Yeah. I want to build, <laughs> like, things for uh, people to onboard new employees and, like, retain them. So that's been on my mind for quite some huh. time. Cool. I'm on this. So, like, another side project idea. Yeah. I'm learning React right now to do nice. that. React is so good. Mm. Yeah. How's that going? Uh, it's going way better than when I started learning just JavaScript. Yeah, I was like, why? The, uh, the component structure makes yeah. it way more easy to reason yeah. about. Yeah, because I was like, on this introduction course on on JavaScript, and I was like, that is absolutely not, and I cannot do that. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and then we started doing React, and I was like, oh, that's so much better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I feel. Well, that's stupid now. <laughs> I met some people last week who were wanting to learn uh, React. Do you have advice for people that uh, want to start or like resources you found helpful? Uh, I'm following a course online. It's like Codecademy thing. Cool. Uh, but I guess you just have to find a project mm-hmm. and force yourself to work on it. That's the for, best yeah. way. 
Very quick rec. Uh, Next.js was really helpful to me in getting started. It's a framework based on React that like helps you make a website really simply through like page-based uh, okay. folder structure. Mm-hmm. Super helpful. It's made by the Zite people. Yeah, I won't try that. Next.js. But I like learning new stuff. Yeah. Yes. And that's it's, a great thing. It's all still to learn. React. It's just like a framework that helps you get started, which is cool. Funny thing, uh, before doing this course, I I was like, oh, I want to learn how to build a website. I don't know why I thought I needed like to learn that because I actually know this. <laughs> but I was not confident about my skills at all. So I started like this course, like uh, learn how to build like websites from scratch with mm-hmm. HTML, CSS stuff. It was supposed to be like 10 weeks. I did that in 10 days and I was like, oh, uh, okay. Maybe maybe I should be more confident about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of helped, uh, but I I finished the course because I was like, ah, I started something. I'm gonna go, like even if you know all the stuff. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Warm up. Yeah. Stretch stretch the mind. And now the JavaScript thing is a bit more challenging. Yes. Yeah. Challenging in all sorts of frustrating ways. Yeah. Is what I, I found. So much. <laughs> I mean, I I love it a lot, but I'm really not good at it. I it's, am yeah. probably to gonna learn, be though. terrible at it. Yeah, I've been uh, talking to this to uh, one of my coworkers in Nigeria at Prague, and it was like, "Are you trying to steal my job?" I was like, mm, yes, "I don't think yes, I can." I like, am. <laughs> no, just your level of pay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you deal with that every day because that sucks. Yeah, well, different minds, different levels of tolerance for for frustrating uh, and pain and, and pain. Yes. Uh, well, great. Thanks so much for coming yeah, thank to hang you. out. Well, this thank you both. That was nice meeting you. So It's been great. Yeah. That was episode 238. Thank you so much to Julie for joining us. Uh, thanks to you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought. We're on Spectrum in our design details channel, spectrum.chat slash specfm uh, is where we're talking about all the podcasts for designers and developers. And this episode uh, will also be there. So you can chat and, and say hi to Julie and say hi to us. And uh, hopefully while you're there, you'll find some other cool communities to join. We've got a lot of them for designers and developers just like you. Or you can build your own and just like build a community. Be a community builder. Look at that. That's all at spectrum.chat. Get at us. We'd love to see you in there. Uh, We look forward to it. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye.